This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. Welcome back to Football Unfocused. Of course, your host, Austin West, Lavelle Harris, back again as we usually are every week. We've been on top of it pretty much all season this so far. Yes, I think we missed one week. I think we've missed one week. One yeah. week, but hey. Was that preseason? But was that, that, that hey, was nice. COVID week. Was that COVID week? It was COVID week. Oh, like week, that's right. You were out with COVID. Was it week It was two? early. I think it was week two. Probably. That sounds about right. I think it was, it was early. It was early, early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what game did you miss for that? That was Loris. Yeah. So And that was our third game of the season? That was our, like, fourth game. No, because it yeah. would have been uh, Gustavus, oh, yeah, yeah. Northwestern, Loris. Right? It was Northwestern, Loris, right back to back. We played one more team, I swear. Because it was Loris, then Luther. Then Dubuque. No, it was Luther. Or it was No, because we haven't had back-to-back It was Loris. It was Loris. Yeah. Because I played Luther. So, yeah, probably about week two. Yeah. 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 So, probably about week two, as we're already off topic for the first uh, minute of the podcast, as we usually do. We usually, what, give ourselves five minutes to go off topic at the very beginning, I think? Um, think We just kind of do it. I don't think think we give ourselves. We just... We just know that the first five minutes is just like random we, stuff. We just talk about what we talk about. Yeah. How we, life's going. How life's going. How, how bad you are at fantasy. Um, yeah, this year. This year. Um, this year's pretty Some bad. random kind of host I call you usually. What random title I give to it. Like, how are you the second favorite last week? That was yeah. the title I gave mm-hmm. you. Yeah. He just be thinking of random stuff and just saying Yeah. It. So I just be going with the Story flows. of my life. Going just with thinking the- random <laughs> things just say it. Hey, you got it. It works. I it mean, works sometimes. I got enough friends that way, didn't I? <laughs> Maybe. That's, that's we'll how you see. got. Lavelle's still out. I think that's how he got out. us. That's how he got us. So they're just like, man, we feel bad for this kid. We should probably take him. It. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna say anything. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. kidding. <laughs> he refri- refuses to comment. All right. Mm-mm. But with that, we'll move, of course, into our NFL season. My wonderful 49ers were on a bye, so you know what that means, Lavelle. We weren't in the bottom of the NFC West anymore because the Seahawks lose. They're two and four. We're two and three. Suck it, nerds. <laughs> We're in third place in the NFC West as the Cardinals, of course, sit on top, uh, six and zero, oh, followed by the Rams, and then us, two and three. Well, Feels good. NFC, the hardest division in football. Well, we're still on top as well as we do lose. Conference. We're on. Oh, you're in conference? I, I said NFC is the best division in nah, football. They're a conference. conference. Yeah, it's conference. So I had to fix it. But we did lose. No, yeah, you did. We're second. In, we're, we went from one to two. So in the it's, AFC. Not that, it's not that West? bad. You guys are the AFC West, right? No. We're number one in the AFC West. We're number two in, AFC, in the conference. Oh, okay. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. was like, you guys are second in the AFC West? How the heck no, did that happen? we're first. We're first. Yeah, we're I was first. like, who the heck passed you guys? But I think we're tied with the Raiders. Four and two. Yeah, and you have the head-to-head matchup. Because I yep. think every – no, because the Broncos played the Raiders. I was going to say, I think every AFC West team lost, but – No. No. Because the Raiders won. Because the Raiders won. Yeah. Because the Chiefs ended up losing still, I believe. No, they beat they, Washington. They Who won. am I saying? All right. Uh, he, he I guess you and the Broncos were the only ones that yep, lost. Yeah, we got – we lost 34-6. Hey, it was a bad game. It just wasn't our game. It was. Yeah, Raven. you're telling me. What was hey. that score again? 34-6. 34-6. That's just where's it at? I oh. gotta I gotta do it. Where's it at? No, I lost it. There it is. I don't, I don't think it deserves that. It definitely it, deserves I that. Think, I don't think so. I don't think so. Absolutely does. Justin played all right. Twenty two for thirty nine. Hundred and ninety five yards, one touchdown, one pick. Uh 
and everyone was just and no extra point. Just hmm? you only scored six. Oh yeah, no extra point. Our kicker can't kick. Um, kicker problems as usual. As usual with the Chargers, Lamar Jackson. Added a uh, little bit of a day, 19-27, A little bit. 167 yards, a touchdown, but two picks. He had two picks. Okay, okay, okay. Defense, we, we were playing, bro. We were playing. It's just, it got out of hand fast. Yeah, it did. With touchdowns from Devontae Freeman, Latavius Murray, Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. Bell. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell. And then Mark Andrews has the only receiving touchdown. So The retirement community home of Baltimore is basically what that team is hey. in the running back position now. That's the whole AFC North. They're all like... A little injured. Oh, little, yeah. Yep. A little players up back. So. There are currently, I believe if I remember the stat correctly, 17 players on IR for the Baltimore Ravens. Yes. 17. That's seen, insane. There was like. That's an entire side of the ball and more. There was like, I think, six plus for the Browns. I think right now, yeah. Because Baker's out. It's, it's crazy. Baker's out. Nick Chubb is out. Kareem Hunt is now out. So, dang, who's running the ball? Uh, it'll be Johnson. I uh, don't remember his first name, uh, but it is, the last name is Johnson, D. Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to look up his name here quickly, but I'm not totally sure. It's not DeForest, is it? The Forest. The Ernest. It's the Ernest. The Ernest Johnson. The Ernest Johnson is the running back for the Browns this week as they play the Bronco Broncos with Thursday. Case Keenum at quarterback as On well. Thursday night football tomorrow. So it's two former Vikings quarterbacks going head to head Case Keenum, Teddy Bridgewater. Ooh, it's going to be a good game. It'll be a good game. I agree. As the defense of the Broncos. Isn't always isn't as bad as sometimes they make them seem. They're still a pretty good defense. I was trying to pick them up after I seen all the injuries. And Von like, Miller is out for blood this week. He said he says he doesn't care what tackle, who the tackle is, or who he's going against because both the starters are those six. One of those six injured players, two of I should say. Yes. And so he's already commented. He's ready to go. He's he's gonna get a sack or two on Case Keenum is the way he makes it sound. Ooh. And that would not be bad for him or the, the Broncos. Defense. The Broncos defense. Yeah, exactly. So. But again, Browns defense also very good. Yes. So that's, we'll see what happens so there. So I picked them up too. I'm just saying. Just I'm just saying <laughs> as, if we're talking about picking up defenses, let's just say in our money league, you know, that we're in, I have the number one and number two scoring defenses somehow that I've gotten off waivers back-to-back weeks. I don't know why. How does that happen? I don't know. It's you want, just you want, trade? You, want, you want the number two defense? What, what is the it? Cardinals. Oh, I'll take that. I have the Bills defense and the Cardinals defense. I'll give you the Browns defense. No. All right. Anyways, uh, moving on. I don't want the Browns defense. But it's a defense-defense trade, so it makes sense. No, I want. You don't even need the defense. I want, don't you have Mike Williams? No, that's Marco. Marco has Mike Williams. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Why would I give you Mike Williams? <laughs> Mike for Williams for the number defense? two defense. No, <laughs> bro, this kid is mad. This kid's mad. <laughs> but other games going on. Jaguars get their first win in London, hey. so they're still winless this season in the states. So that sucks. They have to leave the country to get a win <laughs> against the Dolphins, uh, another who have not been great it's at just, all. It was just not a good London game. Which is yeah, twenty three twenty is a pretty good score, I will say. Yeah. Did you see the streaker that went on the field? No, I did not, because the Dude. game was early, so I was not. Oh well, yeah, watching. but I saw I saw the clips on Twitter. I didn't watch that. Oh, 
This on. guy w- might have been the chillest streaker I've ever seen. He went out to midfield uh, with a Jaguars jersey on. All the Jaguars, like I think the defense is out there, dapping him up. He's just sitting there <laughs> dapping them all up. They're like, yeah. They're slapping his hand or whatever, shaking him up. As security's like fast walking, you know that brisk pace that they're taking? Like this uh, scene from Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs when the cops coming around the corner running at yeah. uh, the scientist. Can't remember his name, but it's like that, but like a little slower, but there's still that kind of motion coming at him. And he's just dapping up the players. The players don't care. They're just <laughs> hanging out. And he's like, okay. Time. Like, it's not one of those ones where they come, oh my gosh, there's a streak. And they just lay him out and tackle him. They just come up, like grab his shoulder, like walk him off, which might have been the most peaceful streaker interaction I've ever seen. And it's because it's in London. <laughs> that's why I don't know if that's the reason <laughs> it's definitely the reason London's pretty violent I feel like I don't think okay not as violent as the United States okay maybe but I, I've heard the stabbings over in oh my England gosh. is like way high I think that's like a stereotype if you get stabbed in England like yeah like stabbings are that bad in I don't, England I don't that, think that's so. like an actual stereotype I don't think so no way I think so maybe we for sure to- they're the place that like had this donation bin for like you know how uh, the United States has, like, they had, like, gun turn-ins and stuff? I think they had a knives turn-in, and they just put a box out in public and said, turn in your knives. They ended the day with less knives than they started with. Like, <laughs> people, people just started, took that stuff. Because, like, yeah. It's free knives. <laughs> like, free pocket knives to stab somebody with? Like, what? Maybe we should ask Collins. Collins might know. He might know. Co- Stefan Collins, our resident British expert uh, and person. <laughs> Uh, on campus here at BVU, it comes from across the pond uh, to play here at Titan. That's you've never heard that saying? Nope. You've never heard across the pond? No, I've never. God, you were uncultured. No, I don't oh think so. Goodness. I don't think so. I can't. Believe, oh my gosh. I don't think so. I need to educate you. Well, on what? On the world? <laughs> How is that? I can't believe you never heard the phrase across the pond. Like that's no. used so much, like to describe England and like the relationship between England and the U.S. Yeah, never. Has never came up. That's wild to me. Anyways, we'll <laughs> move on from that because I think we've been on the British topic a little too much. Little uh, Buccaneers over the Eagles on Thursday night football, 28-22. Garbage time scores coming late for the Eagles. The Buccaneers were basically in charge that whole game. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't close as that score makes it seem. <laughs> Vikings finally getting overtime win hey, It was this season. It was a good one, too. They walked it off, looked Kirk Cousins with the dime. I don't know his name because it was a. I think it was a rookie. Oh, uh, it wasn't Conklin, or was it Conklin? Maybe it was Conklin. I Conklin, mean, yeah, the I tight think. end, Tyler Conklin. No, no, it was no? not the tight end. It was number seven. Oh boy. Oh, I'm gonna know this. Oh, it's gonna hurt. I don't know it. I'm I'm blanking. That's the defense. It's not D.D. Westbrook. It's not Amir Smith. It's K.J. Osborne. K.J. Osborne. Number seventeen. I knew as soon as you said it, I, you didn't know that. I know who K.J. Osborne is. But you I, didn't know who he scored the touchdown. I knew <laughs> Exactly. But I know. I'm like, I'm going to know it as but soon as you say it. I, I knew it was. But K.J. Osborne. Hey, it was a dot. K.J. Osborne is an underrated receiver for them. But Like, he's a guy that doesn't get many, like, targets and receptions. When he does, he makes the most of them. And he's a – obviously, they're not really using him as a decoy, per se. But, like, that's they, kind of how it works out uh, with Jefferson yeah, and Thielen. Easily. But, like, he's a good route runner that they have. And Justin destroys one-on-one coverage every mm-hmm. drive. And yeah. it's disgusting how good he is. But you know Justin what's good Jefferson? for the Panthers, as that's who the Vikings defeat in overtime? Stephon Gilmore is now practicing. Hey, he can now play, too. And their defense already good? Okay. 
Okay. But I'm I want to also look forward to next year. JC Horn on one side, Stephon Gilmore on the other. Mm. Sheesh. Looks good. That looks scary. As the Panthers again taking that loss, they're not doing so hot since that three and zero start. Again, we talked about Ravens, Chargers, Rams over the Giants, thirty-eight to eleven. As we'll talk a little bit more about the running back Daryl Henderson later as well. That has a great time there. Colts over the Texans, thirty-one to three. Colts face the Niners this week, so that'll be an interesting Ooh, game. game. I think it's the first time they've faced the Colts since they traded DeForest Buckner to them. For that second round pick, first second round, one of the two. So divorce, divorce, gonna get his revenge game. So maybe he even had a he was willing to talk to the 49ers media too, mm-hmm. and I think they said he was willing to take a pay cut. Uh, before for the trade negotiations, like he said, he was willing for a pay cut. He didn't know about cap space stuff like that, but he was like, yeah, I'm willing to take lose money if it uh, to make it work. But obviously they couldn't agree on how much money to lose. Yeah. Because uh, he said he's like, yeah, I, it just ended up being not enough. I need to provide for the family and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's really where he wanted to be because his family is from Hawaii and like he has a, his off season homes in California. So it's yeah. like it's like a perfect spot for him. Otherwise, other than L.A. Obviously, but but now he's not in Indianapolis. LA. Yeah. So a little different there. But <laughs> again, Chiefs get the win over Washington, thirty-one thirteen. Packers over the Bears, 24-14. Aaron Rodgers, new shareholder in the Bears organization. He's been certified the owner now of the Bears organization. If you hadn't seen that clip where Aaron Rodgers is getting the bird from multiple fans in the stands after rushing for a touchdown, (laughs) yells back at them, I own you, I've always owned you, I still own you. Along those lines, there's a few words omitted and maybe not in the right order. Yeah, but but he owns them. Still, he owns them, and he had he said after the game, he's like, "Yeah, I kind of just blacked out after I saw some <laughs> lady giving me the double birds in the stands, and do- doesn't remember it." But you know, it was very funny. It, I thought it was great it was to see good. Aaron Rodgers do that. I thought it was hilarious. But mm-hmm. he obviously does own the Bears. Even Bears fans were like, "Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're you right. Definitely own us. You own us. Yeah." And just kind of, yeah, we accept it. Um, people were mad, obviously, but like, well, the yeah. team lost. They just didn't <laughs> like, play that good that day. That sucks. I hate that he's right, but it still sucks. <laughs> it's basically the mentality of a lot of people. Um, keep moving on. Bengals thirty-four to eleven over the Lions. The Lions just not looking good. Bengals four and two. Mm, they're up there. They are up there. So interesting to see them for sure. As Cardinals get a big win over the Browns, 37-14. to 14. Mm. Cardinals looking too good this year. 6-0. 6-0. Who's going to be able to stop them? I don't know. As they just signed Zach Ertz as well. Oh, yes. That they was, just traded. traded. They for, traded for Zach Ertz. Traded for Zach Ertz. As I don't think we covered that last week. No, because it was the day one. after. It, it was Friday. Yeah. But, yeah, they, sign, they trade for Zach Ertz, which... Just makes their team even better, but like for real, but like uh, they needed him. Are Gosh. they going to use Zach Ertz though? That is the question. I feel like they because the try. Eagles did not, and you well, see no, they because are. they started to believe more in Dallas Goddard. Yeah, so that's why they kind of just 
fell out of love with Zach Ertz. Probably. Which is weird to believe, but because like, he was one of the best tight ends in the league. When you made your Super Bowl time. run, he was like he was the guy. He was the guy on with, your offense. Like with Nick Foles. And yeah. Kinda, it's kind of crazy. It is crazy. Crazy how things change. For real. Cowboys over the Patriots, 35-29, overtime win. This Great game. game. This game was crazy. Oh, my goodness. One of the few games I was, was able like, to watch. What, two scores in, what, like a minute in each with each, within each, mm-hmm. each other? I think it was uh-huh. less. It, I think it was it was less than that. It was definitely less than that. Because Dig, Diggs, Trayvon got, Diggs gets got a his, pick six. Got his pick six. Next, first play of the drive. Next play, he gets burnt. By, by Kendrick, former 40, 49er, KJ? Kendrick, Kendrick Butterfingers born. Hey, he caught that ball. He caught that thing. Safety and messed up too, though. Semi- it's not all digs. Yeah. But I don't know. They just yard lost. I don't know why. And then I saw a little saw a little um, meme about Trevon Diggs. Like, he's a Jameis Winston. He's the Jameis Winston of defensive players. Yeah. It was. Yes, he Which, is. Just looking at that section of game. Yes, just watching yeah. that game. Yes, yeah. he is. Yeah, he just made the biggest play of the le- of his probably that game. One of his careers, probably his career. And then next play, seventy five yard touchdown. Yeah, yeah it was which bad. as we'll talk about the Bills here in a second, he is now tied with his brother for touchdowns this season. Two, two, two and two. And two. As Raiders again, we talked about over the Broncos, 34-24. Steelers in overtime over the Seahawks, twenty three twenty. So Geno Smith almost getting a win against a poor. Steeler team. It's kind of crazy. You know what else is crazy? Najee Harris doing <laughs> what he does. 24 carries for 81 yards rushing, six receptions for 46 yards, and a touchdown. Mm. So he is the workhorse there in Pittsburgh. Like, there was any doubt. But you know who's a bigger workhorse, Loyal? Derrick Henry. Yes. As Monday Night Football Bills we versus Titans. It. We already knew it. 34 to 31 in favor of the Titans. And good Lord. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Come on. Let's see. 20 carries, 143 yards, three touchdowns. And in the passing game, two receptions for 13 yards. And I heard today that it was actually more like six receptions, but four of them were called back mm. for due to penalties. How scary is that that Derrick Henry's getting in the passing game now? It's kind of scary because he's been tearing it up in the running game. So now you got to worry about him in the passing game. So Like he was never the passing back. Like, yeah, and now they have Julio and A.J. Brown. So you, like, they have weapons now they could use. They're at 4-2 right now. They're but they scared. haven't had A.J. Brown and Julio on the, on the field really at the same time 100% healthy. Yeah. Which is a problem. As we're going into week seven. Yes, but they both played this game, and look how it turned out. They won the game against a good Bills team. Julio left early. A.J. Brown, I believe, left early as well in this one. I know Julio did. Because A.J. Brown got food poisoning recently. I know. I thought that was before the game. Might have been before the game. That's what I thought. Because he was questionable. So it might have been coming into the game. But yeah, food poisoning from Chipotle. That's what I heard, yeah. So, and then tough brand deal for Chipotle there. And giving food poisoning. I don't know who tweeted out. Someone's like, he's about to get a brand deal for life. <laughs> yeah, so he never gets food poisoning again. Yeah. But, yeah, I, there's a lot of good things in this game. Micah Hyde taking one for the team uh, on the Derek, one of the Derrick Henry runs. Did you see that play? Micah Hyde's the last guy that he's got to get past. And he says, well, here we go. Drops down into the stance. 
and just takes Derrick Henry head on, gets knocked over, but brings him down with him. So he took one for the team. It's just like <laughs> it answered. It brings up the question because this brought up the question again on Twitter after that play. Would you rather have to tackle Derrick Henry one on one, or get tackled by Miles Garrett? Hmm. I don't think a tackle hurts. So I think you think getting getting tackled by D- Miles Garrett would be the better option. Yeah, because getting hit is awful. That's true. <laughs> like getting hit is like okay, but getting tackled, like he's tackling, is not bad. It's not bad to get tackled. I know. I was just like sometimes the situation is like, well, are you both running full speed? Are you running away from Miles Garrett? Are you running at him? Yeah. But like I all I also think that tackle might be better, but I also feel like there's more chance for injury. When you're getting tackled, then doing the tackling. Maybe. Besides concussion, that's probably equal across yeah. <laughs> across those two scenarios for us. We're probably like you're yeah, probably instant out, like, concussion. Okay. We're done. <laughs> like in those scenarios, but I feel like like ribs, chest, legs, mm. like more chances of getting injured um, in a in a tackle. You know, yeah. especially if he's like coming blindside. Maybe you never like. Are you getting sacked? Or are you just getting tackled as you're running the ball? It's probably just tackle, not like a yeah. sack, but but like still, like I feel like more things could get injured. Yeah, if you're getting by Derek Henry, it's all on you to just kind of try to wrap and I'll do just what take you his can. Legs out. Yeah, like That's see, you can just do. go with that. It's like it's uh, an interesting question long, to bring for the legs. Yeah, and he's but, gonna stiff arm me to the ground. Hey, <laughs> yeah, his stiff arms are unbelievable. But again, a great performance by Derek Henry. As that'll make him Lavelle's Cash in the Bank Player of the Week. Yes, obviously for NFL and for fantasy. But we'll cover his fantasy uh, later in the show, and we'll bring the soundbite back up. Obviously of course, for of course, that, because we love it. And you know, I guess really, I will, no, no, never mind. I was gonna say something else, but never mind. Move on from that. But again, we talked about some injuries. McCaffrey's now on IR. I don't remember if we covered that last time. I don't think I think he came went on after yeah, the podcast came, came out. I think he we were just talking about him coming back. He was just coming back. Now yep, he's on I was IR. getting ready to play him. Yeah. And now he's on IR again, which sucks because they should have just put him on IR t- from the get go at this point. Um, because this will be six week six games that he's missed now. Mm. As Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Baker Mayfield all out for the Browns as well. We talked about that. I think McLaurin is questionable for the Washington football team along with Antonio Gibson, the running back. Um, Curtis Samuel still not playing in that game. A lot of injuries. Yeah, injuries have just been kind of crazy this uh, year. So, Lavelle, I want to kind of end our NFL segment here as I want to talk about what do you think your game of the week was this week? I think it was probably Cowboys Patriots that I watched. Get out of my head, dude. Get out of my head. I hate <laughs> it. That's what I was going to That was my exact pick as well. Because, like, that's the one we watched. And, like, I was like, okay, I'm into this. And then out of nowhere, best probably 15 seconds of my life, I was like, yeah. I'm cheering against Fossil. Next thing you know, I'm cheering for Fossil. I was yeah. like, oh my God, this thing's crazy. And we're cheering for Mac Jones again yeah, after the touchdown. It was like, it was a wild. It was a wild game just because I think it makes it better. One, we got to watch it, and two, we have a Cowboys fan there. And then another one, when Tony Romo called the called the play, the game-winning touchdown. Did he really? Yes, he did. He I was missed like, the game-winner. Okay, so they set up in the play, and he was like, okay, watch this deep over route by 
um, the wide receiver, and it wasn't CD. So I was like, okay. And he called it, and then they called timeout. They tried it again, they ran the ball. They went again, they got like a couple yards, and then they did it again. CD Lamb comes all the way around the overall. He was like, hey, I called it earlier, and then he called it, touchdown. I was oh like, oh my, my gosh, goodness. Tony Romo is the best. Tony Romo is, is the crazy. best. He called He is it. unbelievable. He's like, like he I was talking about earlier. Good at unbelievable. what he does. Like, just noticing the formation, noticing what they doing, like, their exact play is kind of crazy. It's crazy before, like, because he wasn't there when McCarthy was there. Like, when Jason Garrett was still there, like, he played a couple years under Garrett, so yeah. he knows the system. Yeah. But now he doesn't know the system really anymore, and if they've changed it a lot. But he still is able to recognize it. and recognize the routes, the formations. What like okay, what what they're gonna do for that type of defense is kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. I feel like Tony Romo prepares for broadcasts the same way he prepared for games. Definitely watches film, uh, gets their tendencies down, that kind of thing. So he, comes which obviously games, good broadcasters still do. But I that's think, a that's like ahead of like broadcasters because like broadcasters they don't go in depth to like formations and stuff no. like that. They go to what. The players doing, like how much the players get. I think they look at formations stats, a little bit as well. Like that. Not nearly as much as Romo probably does, but like, oh, they when they're in this formation, they really like to do this. Like they're sixty yeah. percent run, like the basic statistical analytics stuff. Yeah, but Romo's got that the quarterback film mindset. mindset. Yeah, no coach dealt 11, 12, 13. You don't know about that, huh? No, I already. <laughs> but yeah, understands like each thing. But yeah, I think that's it, what makes him really good. Yeah. And and honestly, I think this one was more interesting than Bills Titans. Again, I really didn't watch yeah, that. I one. I didn't watch that one either. But that one was kind of just like a back and forth, back and forth kind of one way show, kind of studying. So I, yeah. I didn't get to watch it a lot. So uh, Seahawks Steelers is just kind of like meh. <laughs> like okay, they're both decently bad teams, and the Steelers just came out on top. And, again, the difference in the uh, skill of the teams in the Cowboys-Patriots games makes it that much better. Cowboys were 5-1 and were four and one in that game. Patriots were 2-3. and three. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a huge difference, and it comes down to overtime. And it could have been Cowboys 4-2, and two, Patriots 3-3. Patriots 3-3. Three and three. Three and three. Like, Literally like that. Like Exactly. Was, that's oh, what makes it. It was a good, it was a good game. Exactly. Right? That's why I've got it game of the week. So we'll move on here to college football quickly. As right now in the third quarter with 13:50 left to go, Coastal mm-hmm. Carolina is up 20 to 14 on Appalachian State. They have the ball on at the Appalachian State 49 in the third and three to go. Mm-hmm. As that game is going on right now as we record, Coastal Carolina ranked 14th, Appalachian State unranked, as they were 17. 17- 14 going into halftime. As it is on ESPN right now. So. It's on ESPN, ESPN right now. ESPN 2. ESPN 2. Not that that matters to you listening right now because <laughs> it's Thursday morning so they won't at about it. 11 o'clock <laughs> and it won't matter. So you'll have already know the score. As other games going on last week, uh, Oklahoma, big win over TCU, 52-31. to 31. Why don't why didn't we start off with Iowa? I, I want to talk about Oklahoma. The number three ranked Sooners, seven and zero. Caleb Williams having a day, but we can't talk about how Iowa, I was number get two there. ranked team in lost the to Purdue nation. Yeah. Hey, we all knew totally they didn't belong at number two. They belonged. They no, just, they did not. They just didn't. They didn't produce against a tw- number twenty five unranked. They were unranked. They there. were unranked. They were unranked before. So Iowa, we have to talk about. You can't Absolutely. start with Wait, three. Why? 
can't start with Oklahoma. Why Oklahoma without Spencer Rattler though? Yeah, Caleb Williams. That's what I'm saying. Caleb Williams is that guy though. Balled out as Iowa again losing to Purdue unranked. Now they're ranked 25th. Iowa drops from two to 11, mm. which I predicted. People are like, "Oh, Alabama only dropped to five. You guys won't drop that far." I was thinking maybe 10. I was thinking 10. I I guess 12. Yeah, so, this hey. is. This is looking better for me. So actually. me and Westy might be the same person because it was eleven. Yeah. So might so. mix them together, have the same thing, but like, the offense just wasn't clicking. Uh, yeah. And that's been the main problem with Iowa is the offense. Uh, the defense wasn't doing much better either. I yeah, mean, obviously but. allowing twenty four points, uh, two passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown, all three to the quarterback of Aiden O'Connell, as he did great. Iowa fans were. Uh, high-fiving him and stuff like that. They're like, well, I can't wait for this guy to graduate because we don't want to play him anymore. <laughs> As Purdue's always been one of those competitive teams with the Hawkeyes, I mean, that's just always how it's been. And I think if we lose to Penn State, we beat Purdue. Probably. I think this is one of those weeks that's like you flip them. It doesn't matter which way it goes. It's like uh, the 49ers and the Rams. They always split yeah. almost every time. Well, everybody in the AFC West usually always splits. It's not like anybody goes undefeated against one of those teams. Yeah, year. it's pretty pretty hard. Exactly. So it's like one of those things it's like, oh, well, you win one, you lose one. Otherwise, if we would have won this, I'm getting scared that it's going to come to Nebraska or Wisconsin, our loss. Because I don't think we make it out of the season with an undefeated It would have been better. I think you guys would have had a chance against Nebraska. I wasn't, Nebraska's the last I wasn't game of looking, the season. I wasn't even looking at like we were. Even, I wasn't even thinking like Purdue was going to beat you guys. I was you guys looked good enough to beat Purdue, look like. But I was wrong. The offense against Penn State was not good. It was it was decently good. Defense was decently good, but it, it was it was a big big ten matchup. Yeah. So like it's a defense. Might have had game. a little lapse. They've got a bye week this week now, so they they get the week off, which is good to hear before preparing for Wisconsin. So we like to see that. Um so yeah, we'll see how that goes. Georgia. Georgia, of course. Beat Kentucky. The number one, 30-13. Like, they're looking good. Even it is looking good. Even against the top 15-ranked Kentucky. Kentucky came in looking They were good. undefeated as well. Yeah, undefeated. Kentucky was undefeated as well. So it, it was kind of easy for them. Georgia looking like the number one team in the nation, unlike the Hawkeyes who were the number two. Oh, speaking of which, you see the tweet from Purdue football. You didn't see? Oh, my gosh. After the win, they tweet. We just beat the number two out of Iowa. Oh my gosh! That's Honestly, tough. the best tweet of the year. That's <laughs> tweet of the year. Like I wasn't even mad about that. Like that's a good. That's a good one. Whoever thought of that was top of their game. They need to pay raise because they were on it. What are the odds? What do you think that someone who actually works for the university wrote that versus a student? It's intern? a student. You think it was a student intern? Definitely a student intern. Yeah, I think so too. I, I would not doubt it by any means. Not that we're taking away from like the people that work for Purdue and their social media, but, but like, uh, they're more professional. I think they'd be more professional. Then. Yeah, it's and it's the mindset, mindset, mindset. Stuff. Come on. That's why they always hire young people to help <laughs> out because sometimes they understand trends and stuff like that better. As the now number two Cincinnati fifty six to twenty one win over UCF. Mm. I don't think Cincinnati moves from this number two spot. I don't think so either. I don't think Georgia's going to move unless some we just get an upset that we're not. Expecting is Cincinnati the Notre Dame of this year? <sighs> yes, because yes. I don't think they'll play any other team. That's they good. have no ranked teams the rest of the way. None. And none of them have a chance to be ranked. So I think 
Do you unless, think they make playoffs? Unless they have a bad game, they will make playoffs. I think they will make playoffs. If they stay undefeated and don't lose, they will make playoffs. But they'll play the three seed. But So who is the three seed right now? It's, it's Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And then Alabama versus Georgia? Caleb Williams is Oklahoma against Cincinnati? Nay, you don't. You don't know. You never know. You never know. You never know. Right. You never know. That's what I'm saying. You That's haven't true. even watched them. That's true. If they lose a game, well, they'll be out. We already know they'll be out. So. Oh yeah, they're dropping they're farther are. than Iowa did. <laughs> they're 15. They're yeah. They're they're dropping at least 15. I would say. Yeah. Um. Other big ones: Michigan State 20 to 15 over Indiana. Nice Big Ten win for them. Oklahoma State over Texas 32 to 24. So the state of Oklahoma. Beating University of Texas in the last two weeks, and they're both comebacks too. Both comebacks. That's tough. that's what I heard. Both comebacks. That is unfortunate. Very unfortunate. As number ten now, number ten, Oregon twenty-four to seventeen over California, and Alabama over Mississippi State forty-nine to nine. Alabama now ranked fourth after Iowa drops, and number twelve, Mississippi thirty-one twenty-six over Tennessee. Mm. Some good games, good games. Good games. Uh, other good games coming up. Cincinnati versus Navy. Illinois versus Penn State. Oklahoma versus Kansas. Wisconsin-Purdue. So it'll be interesting to see how that game goes because those Iowa's last opponent versus Iowa's next opponent. Yeah. And then Oregon, UCLA, Tennessee, Alabama. Tennessee, Alabama. Might be a little Oklahoma up, State, Iowa State. USC, Notre Dame. There's some good games. There's always good games on. South Carolina, Texas A&M. And we can potential. never watch them because we're playing nope, a game. we cannot. But LSU, Ole Miss. Ooh. Interesting. Interesting. Corral game. looking like a... Because LSU just beat Florida. They did. Yeah. And Matt Corral's looking like the front runner for the Heisman. Ooh. Interesting. That could be interesting. an interesting game. Interesting. So, lots and lots of games. Clemson versus Pittsburgh. I don't think that one will be... I mean, uh, mm. 23 Pittsburgh? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it'll be interesting just because it's Clemson, you know. So yeah. But other than that, yeah, I think that about does it there for college football. Oh, BVU, of course. Who am I kidding? We won't. We won't be big be, time homecoming game, homecoming. baby. Homecoming, and we just completely came and dominated. Dominated that. Defended game. the lake. Defended the lake very well. Very Fifty to well. seven over Nebraska Wesleyan. Almost had the shutout. The threes were in. <laughs> we just couldn't get it. We just couldn't get it. We just couldn't get it. Uh, it couldn't get it. It's okay. It's okay. We didn't. We didn't want it. It was the back leaking out of the I don't, formation. I think was it. I don't think. I think it was the slot receiver. Slot. Oh, he slot. Slant. One of the two. But it's so, okay. Wasn't my guy. <laughs> I five that. Yep. Great. Great. I was well, on bullets. But we got a tough game this week. We do. Simpson. Simpson. Now, record might not show that it's a tough matchup, but as Simpson is one in five, Simpson, yes, has beat us like the last bad, bad couple, the last of, years. couple of years. So, like, anyway. it's not beat us; it has beat us bad. The last we're going years. there to claim that we're the big brother. Come on, man! And the last time we were there, I think our only touchdown was a pick six. Yep. And no, got, they called it back. They called it back. They called too. it back. Jalen Moore. Uh, pointed to the sky after he had scored, and they said, "Nope, that one, that's uh, too far in sportsmanlike conduct." I remember We're that. that back. I remember that. that. I remember up. talking about that on the podcast. I do too. We that talked was about up. that on the podcast. And that was like two years ago. That's that was crazy. two years ago. Crazy. The last time we were in Indianola, Iowa, for Simpson. Yeah. Because they came here last year for the scrimmage. Mm-hmm. 
And so, were you here for that? No, I was not. You were not. So Lavelle's first time playing Simpson in two years as well. Yeah, I played. I played in that game. That so we got the pick in. It'll be interesting. I didn't, to see. I didn't play the first quarter because I was injured, still recovering from the injury. Oh, but then I played the rest. Of the yeah, game. yeah, yeah. So yeah I'm yeah. like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Built different, you know. Built different. Uh, yeah, fifty to seven win. Uh, standout player, of course, Brandon Kyle's quarterback gets American Rivers Conference Offensive Player of the Week, and Ramon Garcia, our kicker, special teams. Three for three on field goals, five for six on extra points. Hey. Doinks one off the field goal post. It that was, was a so, tough one. It was a tough one. It was right there. I thought he made it. I thought he made it so, like, so, like, I didn't see it hit the post. And I thought, oh, snap. But you heard it. And then you heard, boom. You heard the doink. Oh, like, oh darn. It's okay, Ramon. It's he did okay. great. As PTs were some of the most fun I had during that game, honestly, because <laughs> me and Smitty would just jump up because he, he's the holder. Yeah. You know, everyone's cheering on the kicker. So I've made it my duty to cheer on the other Austin on the team for being the holder for the kicks. And so we celebrate ourselves after every made PAT and field goal. Right. And so that was really fun to do. That's good team before time. self guy right Yeah, here. absolutely. Especially the three picks. Those were pretty nice as pretty well. nice by my boys. He's my guys right here. Yeah. Jalen Moore. Check. Micah Cooper. Absolutely. Manny Chavez. Unbelievable one. I just... I just wish I could have got one, man. I just wish I could. Maybe won. if he would have thrown it to his, if the quarterback threw it to his receiver hey, instead of the sideline. I have a that's pick. A pick. I have a pick six. I'm taking it to the apartments. Uh, taking it to the apartments. Mm, no, I think you run out of bounds. You can't keep your feet in. You think that, bro? I think you I were re- that. Yeah, you were not stopping on the sideline. You were not stopping your. I'm like that. You were too close. Like you think I'm like too close. You think I'm not different. I know you're like that. If you gave you an extra yard or two, maybe you stopped yourself. I think I stopped myself. Come on. You were We'll never know. Though. We we'll will, never know. We'll, we'll, never, we'll know. never know. But, but I you think, were. I think I get there. It'd be close. I don't I think, think I'd get there. close. And I don't. But yeah, 57. Mason Wicked also gets a rushing touchdown. His first, his first of his career. Well, yeah, because he never ran the ball. Because he's MBV. a defensive lineman. Exactly. And he's the beast. Absolutely. Three hey. yard run for him. Put Mason Griffith gets his first career touchdown, the freshman. Hey, and a nice 25-yarder, too. Hey, that one was that a good run. Keeps his legs moving. I like it. I, we like to see it. I like I our running backs. I like our running backs. It's that video of the kid. Like, Let me talk about running backs. Keaton Heber, dog. <laughs> E-Man, dog. dog. <laughs> Mason Griffith, dog. dog. Hey, Jeremy Woodward, dog. dog. Come on. Mason Wicket, dog. <laughs> Karen, hey. dog. Taren. All of them. Oh, dog. There's <laughs> all of them. All of them. Dogs. Great hey, time. Good. Great tank game. A lot of fun. Hey, uh, great was, homecoming. But yeah, homecoming Simpson now. Hey, it was a good homecoming week. It was. It was great. It was that's fantastic. How you, that's how you end homecoming right there. Absolutely. And now, now we can move on to fantasy football. Yes. The favorite segment, of course. As let's see how much time we have to talk about this because I think we we got lots of time. We're not even to forty minutes. <laughs> I am doing great on timing, so we can talk a lot about fantasy football. As, of course, as usual, the NFL Fantasy presents our perfect lineup for this week. At quarterback from the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen with 28.7 points. Keeps keeps it up. Does he have a streak, like, what, two weeks in a row? Uh, He got it last week, didn't he? I I think Kyler Murray got it last week. I just deleted the photo, so I should probably double-check that. Now we got to look. Now... Because I thought Josh Allen got it last week. Because Herbert got it last week. Oh, Herbert did. Herbert got it last week. Mm, Josh Allen got a couple weeks already, though. Yes. That's what I know. At 
running back number one. Also from Monday Night Football, the Tennessee Titans own Derrick Henry with 35.6 points. Again, that cash in the bank player of the week for Lavelle. Hey. Again, Lavelle, what are, were his stats in that game? 20 carries, 143 yards, 3 touchdowns, 35 Two receptions points. for 13 yards as well. Hey. PPR scoring, that's that counts. 3 points. That counts, 3 points. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Could have had 6. Beat Austin. Now, <laughs> we're going to pause this right now. No, we'll continue with the purple line. I'll come back to this. At running back number 2. From the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Leonard Fournette mm. with 30.7 points. Leonard Fournette, underrated, underrated in fantasy this year. I don't think... Like, he came out of nowhere. Ronald he, Jones is just... Does people have him? Oh, yeah. Oh. People have him. Because, like, last year they couldn't decide who they wanted, Jones yeah. or Fournette. Because Jones as, got a lot of carries last year. But as they made their way into the playoffs, playoff Lenny took over and, Fournette's and made the climb. And slowly they've started to trust Jones less and less especially in blocking scenarios. And he gets a lot more fumbles than Fournette does. Yeah, he, he has been fumbling. He's been dropping little passes. So. so it's those, like, it's not just fantasy things that make him a non-starter. It's the little things like blocking, picking up blitzes. as That's caused Fournette to really get that starting job and get more touches. Yep. Anyways, enough <laughs> off that soapbox. At wide receiver one. From the game of the week, for the Dallas Cowboys, CeeDee Lamb Went with 36.1 points. Went crazy. That man's different. The highest scoring player on this team, CeeDee Lamb with 36 points. Mm. Just beating out Derrick Henry by a little over, little under a point. That's but it's exactly .5, half a point, .5 points. At wide receiver two, from the Los Angeles Rams, not the Chargers, not the Chargers. Cooper Cup with 34 points even. That man. He's always getting 30. He has gotten 30 like five weeks. I Yeah. I think it's his third. I think it's his third 30-point game of the year. I've seen him get. I've heard, Double check my stats while I I've read off heard these Cooper next Cup. ones. Oh, oh, oh. At tight end number one, a bit of a newcomer here to the perfect lineup. From the Denver Broncos, Noah Fant with 24.7 points as Tim Patrick not doing well in that game. A little disappointed in that, not going to lie. But we'll get into that later. That is his third. Is That's his third 30 points? Yeah, it is his I know third. my stuff. I know okay, my stuff. Okay, because you have him. No, I don't. Oh, I do. <laughs> I do have Aren't you let Dalvin Cook? Yeah, that is me. I just said it and forget it, and I don't, I don't look at his points anymore. I don't even bother with him. At kicker, from the number one team in the league of the Arizona Cardinals, Matt Prater mm. with 15 points. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> As a kicker, that's pretty good. That's really good. But he will be outscored by our final member of this list. Defense. For defense. The Los Angeles Rams with 16 points. Mm, by one point. One point beats out a kicker, the defense does. Hey, the defense. Put them hey, on the board. Put them on the board. <laughs> As a great lineup there for them. And, oh, I forgot to bring something up for our NFL segment. Can I bring it up now? Yes, you can. Okay, I told you this earlier, but I just wanted to put this out in the airwaves. It's the Eric Ebron stat. 
that I told you earlier. Eric Ebron, five career rushing attempts. Oh, yeah, you told me this. For negative six yards and three touchdowns. It just make, like, makes no sense. No sense. Like, he had a... That's his own cash-in-the-bank player he had for a, rushing. Like, scored three, three times from the one, get a loss get, of, like... Those are three yards right there. That's three yards. Get a loss of five. Get a loss of five puts you at negative two. And then, a, and then that's negative you have, four. You have one more carry, and then you get a negative, negative four. four. That's yeah. negative six. Hey, that's how you put it. Quick math. Quick math. Quick Come math. Come man. We're different. We are different, <laughs> especially when it comes to math, because I'm not sure about that. But our teams this week, win-win, loss for me. I'm a three-game skid in the money league. Uh, not good. Derrick Henry sucks. It's awful. He did so well against me. It pisses me off. <laughs> Makes me mad. Emmanuel Sanders had a late had points going late in that game. Dawson Knox did okay, so I wasn't mad at him. Dawson Knox, you're okay. I lost in both leagues. Camara. Both? Aren't you in three? No, I'm in two. Oh. I am in another yeah. one, but I, I haven't checked it. <laughs> well, this week you might want to check it, bud. Probably lost. But I had Camara. He was on a bye. I had Cordell. He was on a bye. Yep. Um, Chargers on the bye, so I had a Chargers defense. Jared Cook, so I had to pick up a lot of people. Khalil Herbert might stay on the team. But good pickup, okay. good okay. pickup, good okay. pickup. Just know it was a good pickup. Maybe up. not for this week. But I lost. I would say this week probably not, I Chief. Would, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going with Cordell and Alvin Kamara. Okay, that's, that's, that's probably with. a good idea. So, hey, loss, loss, but loss, loss. We're on a, we're on, we're on a skit. Yeah. We're on a skit. Three right and three, now. and we just got to break it. Yeah. We just got to break it. Three and three, and I now play. I believe the best team in the league for the money league. So I've had three of the. Top four teams in the last three weeks on my three game skid. So, yeah, Brady's Brady's team is pretty good this year. It is pretty good. I was hoping uh, that this week would hurt him, but it doesn't. As this week is by Mageddon, as it's been coined. There are six teams on a bye this week that have like really good good players. players. The Buffalo Bills, so Emmanuel Sanders, Stephon Diggs, Josh Josh Allen. Allen, their defense, Zach Moss. Zach Moss, Ty- the kicker, Tyler Bass, Tyler Bass, Tyler Bass, all of them out. Because I have Tyler Bass. Yep. The Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys, C.D. Lamb, Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott, Zeke, Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard in some leagues. Uh, Dalton the, Schultz. Yeah, Dalton Schultz. I had him too. The Jaguars. Okay. Uh, it's James. Robinson. <laughs> James Robinson. Let's get to the next team. Marvin Jones <laughs> Jr. Maybe could be. I think is included in that. Though just those two though. It was about the only uh, two. Maybe Marvin DJ Jones has Chark, if he throws, yeah. gets a deep touchdown, that's it. Yeah. But so, like, if he – in deeper leagues, then, yes, that's a big deal. Yeah. Chargers. The Chargers. Justin, yeah, I think we can skip that one. Nobody got – Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. Austin Allen. Eckler, Austin Eckler. Mike Williams. Mike Williams. The defense. Maybe Jared Cook. I don't know about Sometimes. the Sometimes. I'm not sure about the defense. I think Parham's a better pickup than Jared Cook right now. I agree with that. I would agree. Parham gets most gets of the, the touchdowns. touchdowns, so it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I agree. And then Vikings, Vikings Kirk Cousins, as it's Kirk Tobin, Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Cook. Alexander Madison. If Dalvin Cook's out, he he goes crazy. No, I think he still goes crazy. But Dalvin Cook does get at least twenty carries yeah. every time. Though. If Dalvin Cook is fully healthy, Alexander Madison is not a viable option. <laughs> when it's half and half, he's not bad. It's not great either. Yeah, but other than that, yeah. And then Steelers. Steelers, Najee Harris, maybe Chase Claypool. 
That's it. Uh, Deontay Johnson. There you go. That's, <laughs> those are the three. But still, big, like, RB1, wide receiver one, like, and Claypool. It's still, it's still good. Yeah. It's so, still big, so big. Really right. watch your lineups this week. Because I had as, to watch mine. Because I think I had yeah. like four people. In Unbelievable. As there's a bunch of people out in the hallway. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Maybe we should probably wrap this up then. Yeah, we should. As we'll get quick to my player of the week. I was uh, like, really? My cash in the bank player of the week as will be Daryl Henderson, uh, the running back for the Los Angeles Rams, as he's been fantastic. Why is number 13 at the position in running backs for fantasy. But he has had 16-plus points in the last four games he's played. He didn't play against Tampa Bay. And he had 15 in his first game against Chicago, but has had a double-digit carry attempts. Uh, the lowest was 13 in week two. In the last two weeks, he's had over 15. He's also rushed for over 70 yards in four of his five games. Has a rushing touchdown in four of those five games as well. Receiving, he got a touchdown last week against the Giants. This is only one, but he's had... Uh, about five targets almost every game. And he had one reception for 17 yards in week five. So he's been unbelievable so far for the Rams and for fantasy. And people just don't talk about him nearly as much. He doesn't get the credit hey. all the time. People just don't – you don't see uh, social media about him all the time. Yeah, because you're not – because you see the no-look passes. Yeah, from Matthew Stafford to Cooper Cup. That, that was that very was, nice. That was, was nice. way better than Mahomes. Way better. Just saying. Way better. But Mahomes always gets all the credit. Yeah. And with that, we'll move on to my start sits, if you're ready for that, Laveau. Yeah. As I am now 9-2, and two of, as both of my start sits hit last week. Doing good. Najee Harris, 24 points for that start. And Miles Sanders, 8.6 for the sit. Looked very good there. Mm-hmm. This week, I tried to stay away from doing two running backs again, so I only did one this week. And my start is Chuba Hubbard uh, of the Carolina Panthers, filling in for McCaffrey, who's on IR. He's had 12-plus points in the last two games. He's going against the Giants, who have allowed on average 137 yards and a touchdown to the rush. And we saw what Daryl Henderson did last week against them. 21 attempts for 78 yards and a touchdown, three reception, two receptions excuse me, for 29 yards and a touchdown. Mm. So obviously he gets that passing value as well, as that's a big part of the Carolina offense. I think he'll do very well this week. As for my sit, not a running back, but a tight end, Noah Fant for the Denver Broncos. Now, this one I think could lose. This is my riskier one of the two. Cleveland has allowed, on average, in the bottom half of the NFL in passing yards. They're top 10 in passing yards allowed. Uh, They've only allowed 220 yards per game on average. However, they've allowed the third most passing touchdowns on the season. Mm -hmm. So it could go either way. So it could go either way. So the wide receivers could look good or the tight end looks good. Yeah. But... They've only allowed an average of nine points to the position at tight end in fantasy. They've been locking down the tight end? Is what it seems, but But again, there's always the opportunity. Herbert went to the tight ends against them. Mm -hmm. So it was, again, it's it's the risky one. It's my riskier one. But I think with the receivers, especially if Judy's back for the Broncos, I think he might not get used as much as Bridgewater really likes Patrick, Sutton, and Judy. Mm -hmm. So I think it could be interesting, I think, for that one. Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick could be good because he's starting this week, so yeah. I hope he does good. So, but yeah, with that, I think that'll do it for us as we already got, we still made it to 51 minutes hey, as we usually do. We always do. We always do. And with that, I think we will 
call it an episode and call it a week here for yes. us as well. We'll be back next week as usual. We better get Always. out of here before these people start knocking down our door. They're so going that, crazy out there. And they're not going crazy. So <laughs> with that, to write. We'll, we'll see you next week. <laughs>